Thank you for supporting the media outreach of New Covenant Christian Ministries. Through the powerful preaching and teaching of Pastor Bill and Dr. Deanne Johnson, family relations are being restored. The wayward are returning to God. And together, we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Join us now for a message that will strengthen you in your faith and encourage you to be all that God has designed you to be. This is a tremendous day. It's a celebration of the resurrection yes. of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this, it, it's a little strange for mm-hmm. me because this is generally like a huge weekend right. for us with the production on Friday night, right. Good Friday, and then the ultimate Easter, Easter party, party on children. Saturday, and then yeah. Sunday, three services. Mm-hmm. But um, it really is a blessing to be able to share with you the truth of the gospel, yes. even though everything else has changed, he has not. The gospel is never changed. That's right. It can go through any medium. It can work because Jesus is ready to do what he needs to do. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, today we're going to be in Romans chapter number five. Mm -hmm. Listen to this verse. Verse number one. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God Through our Lord Jesus Christ. That is absolutely amazing. Yes. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So today we're really going to be dealing with the benefits of the resurrection. Mm -hmm. Uh, That that peace came as a result of -hmm. Jesus living a sinless life. Yeah. Dying on our behalf and being resurrected. What we, we have to kind of give the backstory mm-hmm. because we don't realize that sin, the original sin, separated us from God. Yeah. And so there was no way that man could come back to God. No amount of works, no amount of effort could get him back to God. God had to do for us through Jesus what man could not do for himself. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm glad that you said that because a lot of times when we start thinking about the benefits of the resurrection, we start thinking about our relationship with the Lord and what what can he do for me? What is it that he's going to do for me? What is he going to give me? And the whole idea is this. Jesus did not die for buildings and for budgets. He didn't die for cars and houses. He died so that we could live. That's the bottom line. And so the real benefits have everything to do with our right standing with God as a result of his sacrifice. And so that's what this text is really going to show us. It's interesting because the text says that we have been justified. Yes. And when we're talking about this whole, all these benefits, this is not just something that's happenstance. This is a legal transaction that has taken place where God himself has done for us something that will stand in the courtroom of eternity. Yes, yes. He has declared the believer righteous. And that's the thing. If you ask people, are you righteous? Mm -hmm. They would have a very hard time. Most people say, well, you know, I'm not worthy. I'm not, I don't feel righteous. But that's the thing. 
Justification has nothing to do with how you feel. It has nothing to do with what you've done. Mm -hmm. We are justified. We are declared righteous by God himself. And that is because of our relationship with Jesus Christ. So, and with that justification comes certain benefits. And the first benefit is we have peace with God. We have peace with God right there in verse one. Peace means to join together. Yes. It means to set at one. Yes. Again. Yes. So it's not just in the sense of, you know, everything's calm around me. Right. But there was a separation that was a, we we were literally torn apart from God. Mm -hmm. And now we have peace. Yeah. That we had here in our notes, this peace is not a condition of calm. It is the reconciliation of a broken relationship with God that can only be settled through faith in Christ. Wow. That is, that is really powerful. So when we receive the Prince of Peace, mm-hmm. we gain a position of peace. Yeah. What I love about it, and you, you remember the, the scripture over in Ephesians chapter mm-hmm. 2, Peace is a person. Yes. Because it says he is our peace. peace. He's made both one in terms of he's the one that brought us together again, Jew and Gentile, but he's both reconciled us to God. Absolutely. He is our peace. So peace ended the separation and it also ended the strife. Yeah. That's why the, the angels, you remember when the angels came, they said, peace on earth. And I love that you said, I've heard you say this before, peace on earth. God's not mad at you anymore. (laughs) That's good news, folks, because many of us walk around thinking that God's trying to get us. Yeah. You know, (laughs) you know, we 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 think about, oh, my, what am I going to do? Because I need to try to hide because God's trying to get me as if we can hide from God. (laughs) But he has demonstrated that I want you in my family. Yeah. I want, I, I want to be in a relationship with you. And so he's given us peace. Isaiah 32 and 17, it says the work of righteousness will be peace and the effect of righteousness, quietness and assurance forever. The peace that we have with God assures us of our position It doesn't mean that we're perfect. It doesn't mean that things won't happen in our lives, but we can have an assurance that we are in right standing with God. So one of the benefits of the resurrection is that we have peace with God, but there's a second benefit that we have right here in the text, and that is we have access to God. Wow. It says, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 2, through whom we also have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Wow. I love uh, Wearsby said something that I think is interesting. It says the word access here means entrance to the king, entrance to the king through the favor of another. Wow, I like that. Entrance to the king. I like that. We have access to God. In other Mm -hmm. words, come on up. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome in here. You know, um, I don't know if you remember this, but there was a picture of John F. Kennedy. Uh, He was in his office 
in, in the Oval okay. Office when uh -huh. he was president. And it was, I wish that I had the picture to oh, show to you guys uh -huh. now, but in the picture, it, it's the president and there are other, um, other officials in the room. But the photographer caught something very interesting in the picture. If you look down in the picture, you, under at the, the desk, there was an opening in the desk. And in the desk, in that area, was John John. Wow. His son. And the reason I bring that up is because here you are in the Oval Office mm -hmm. with the President of the United States of America, with all of these dignitaries standing around. John John was not a dignitary. Wow. But because of who his father was, he had access. Yes. Yeah. He had access. That's and that's the picture for us. Because of who our father is and because of what his son Jesus did for us, even though we don't feel like we deserve to be in the place, mm -hmm. we have access to be in there. That's amazing. The thing that Jesus has done will cannot be undone. Absolutely. So it doesn't matter how you feel. Right. It doesn't matter what's going on with you. You have mm -hmm. access. Mm -hmm. And like in that picture, basically what happens is we're able to stand in the place of grace. Yeah. Because of who we're related to. <laughs> One of the things when you talk, even talk about the picture, that's a father. That's exactly right. That's a father. Mm -hmm. So I'm able to have access yeah. To my father. Yeah. At any given time, even during this time. That's right. I've got access. Right. To my father. Because of what Jesus did, Ephesians yeah. chapter 2 and verse 18 says, through him, we both have access by one spirit to the father. Wow. Because of Jesus Christ, we have access to the father. Just like that little boy had access to the Oval Office because of who his father was, we have access to the Father God because of our relationship with Jesus Christ. Wow. And I would definitely say that's a benefit of the resurrection for sure. Yeah, yeah. I can think about times when um, I felt distant yeah. from God, yeah. when I f didn't feel as close. Mm -hmm. But what I love about him, he came after me yeah. and continued to remind, it, remind me that, son, you have access. That's exactly So right. at no point do you have to act like a second-class citizen yes. in the kingdom. Yes. You have you access. You have access. So we said the first benefit is that we have peace with God, and the second one is that we have access to God. But then there's another, and that is we have strength from God. Wow. Verse 3 says, and not only that, but we also glory in tribulation, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. Yeah. Yep. It says, we also glory in tribulations. Wow. We glory in pressure, in stress, mm -hmm. in squeezing. The picture is what, what, we, what they did with grapes. Mm. Um, to, to squeeze out or with grapes or olives when you put them in a press. And there are times when life presses us, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. but we have strength from God, even yeah. in the press. Listen, so in the press of an olive, 
comes the oil. Yeah, that's it. Out of the press of the grape comes the wine. Mm -hmm. And out of the press of life comes God's grace. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me wonder what is going to be produced as a result of this press yes, that yes. we're going through even now. And again, we, we want to encourage you, let God press on you. Yeah. Let God do what he needs to do on the inside of you so that you can gain his yeah. strength. Yeah. What I love about it is this. When we talk about strength, we never want to admit weakness. Mm. But the truth of the matter is his strength is made perfect in my weakness. Yes. Yeah. I was looking here at, um, at our notes and um, we wrote down, we can brag on God in the process of our pressure because mm. we know that it's working something for us. And the text tells us that in this time of tribulation, that tribulation is producing patience, mm -hmm. first of all. It's, it's producing cheerful endurance, mm -hmm. that ability to remain under, to stand underneath it. Even when we feel like we don't have strength, yeah. he is producing that uh, patience in us. And then that patience is producing experience, um, and which is testing and proof by trial. You know, you, <laughs> any good teacher always gives a test. Are we passing the test? <laughs> Are we passing the test? Yeah. That patience, in, it produces experience, which is the test or the proof of that trial. And then um, experience produces hope. And that hope is anticipation. Yeah. It is expectation and confidence. Um, I have a note here that says our English word tribulation comes from a Latin word tribulum. It's a heavy piece of timber with spikes in it used for threshing the grain. The tribulum was drawn over the grain and it separated the wheat from the chaff. Hmm. As we go through tribulations and depend on God's grace, the trials only purify us and help us get rid of the chaff. So this is like we're on the threshing floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's during this time, it's a time of separation. Yeah. So listen, the pressure, the tribulation, the issues may not be God sent, but That's they can right. be God used. Right, which is why he says mm -hmm. that we can glory in them. Yeah. Now, we don't glory for them. Right. But we can glory in them because yeah. we know that something greater is coming as a result of this. Just like even though they were there and they didn't necessarily know it, the reality was, can you imagine at, at Jesus' death, can you just imagine people standing at the foot of the cross? Can you mm -hmm. imagine his mother standing at the foot of the cross, not really seeing yet what was going to come out of it? Wow. But had that not happened, mm -hmm. had that crushing not taken place, we would not have a right to be with God. Wow. And we now can receive that strength yes. because of what Jesus has done yes. for us. We can receive it. And even the things that we go through, yeah. we can, we, we're the better for it. Mm -hmm. Think about it. Every time we refer, most of the times when we refer to the death of Jesus, we go back to the Isaiah passage. It says, he was wounded. For our transgressions. And it goes, for our transgressions. Yes. He was bruised for, for our, our iniquities. iniquities. The chastisement of, of our peace was, was upon, upon him. him. And by his stripes, 
we are healed. Yes. So he did all of this for us mm-hmm. so that you and I can get the strength that God gives yeah. and not just have to cower under and cave in and quit, but we can keep going. Absolutely. In the midst of Absolutely. this. Absolutely. So the first benefit, we have peace with God. Peace. The second one is we have access to God. The third is that we have strength from God. And here's the last one in the text. We will have security in the presence of God. We'll wow. have security in the presence of God. If you look at verses 6 through 10, it says, For when we were still without strength, mm. in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet perhaps for a good man someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath from wrath through him. For if we were if when we were enemies we were reconciled to God through the death of his son much more having been reconciled we shall be saved by his life yeah. and i have to i have to ask you to excuse me i know i stumbled over quite a few of those words but um my bible is so marked up um that sometimes i can't always read what's there yeah it's a little marked up um uh-huh but you know, somebody it almost said, looked like redaction. <laughs> <laughs> but you get the point yeah. that we but, have security in the presence of God. It's this, but check this out. I don't want to skip past this. While we were still, yeah. notice it says, without strength. Yeah, yeah. In due time. While we were still in a position where we could not do for ourselves. Wow. So he decided to do for us what we could not do. One of the things we we realize uh, that sometimes we don't realize is that when we're talking about I was dead in my sins, Mm -hmm. I was dead in my transgressions and sin, meaning a dead person can't do anything. Right. There was right. nothing that I could do in and of myself mm-hmm. to be saved. Yes. That's right. There was nothing. So you mean I can't work for it? No. I couldn't, I couldn't die for my own sin and, and be made righteous. Right. He had to do it. That's it, it says, while we were still without strength. In due time, Christ died for the God. For the God. For the, for the ungodly. ungodly. And I qualified. I <laughs> know that's ungodly, right. As the ungodly. Yeah. Listen, if you ever feel like, um, well, I don't know if I'm good enough to be saved, you are a perfect candidate. That's right. Because right there is where you need to be. Christ died for the ungodly. No, and the truth of the matter is if you feel like you are good enough to be saved, then you really are a good candidate too because you're leaning on the wrong person <laughs> yourself. Right. You, it, is, it has nothing to do with our ability. It has nothing to do with our skill. It has nothing to do with what we bring to the table. It has everything to do right. with our security in the presence of God comes be, from the fact that we have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And it says, having now been justified, we shall be saved. The work of Christ in the past secures our future. Mm. 
Say that again. Having now been justified, mm -hmm. right? We shall be saved, uh -huh. which means the work of Christ in the past secures my future. Yeah. Was it one place it says, I was saved, I am, am saved, saved, and, and I'm, I'm being, being saved. saved. John 3.36 says, he who believes in the Son has everlasting life, and he who does not believe the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides in him. Um, also in the Gospel of John, chapter 5, verse 24, mm -hmm. says, most assuredly I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting yeah. life and shall not come into judgment but has passed from death into life the yeah. moment that i put my faith and trust in jesus christ as my lord and savior i am transitioned from darkness into light mm -hmm. from death into life yeah. and my security then I can be secure in the presence of God I, don't, I can be secure in his presence right now yeah. I don't have to wait until I die and yeah. see him that means that I now have security with God not because of me not because of my works but my security is, <laughs> but it's so true there's yeah. nothing more freeing yeah. than recognizing mm. I can come to him as my father mm. I have access to him. Mm. He is not mad with me. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with me. Now, should I live right? Yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Should I want to live holy? Absolutely. But none of this that we're talking about has to do with us as much as the benefit of what he did for us yeah. on Calvary. So that resurrection was something. It really was. <laughs> it really, really was. Um, salvation is secured for past, present, and future, just like you said. So we were saved, mm -hmm. which was justification, right? Mm -hmm. When we first trusted Christ. And we're being saved, which is sanctification, um, as the Holy Spirit continues to do his work in us. Mm -hmm. And then one day we're going to be saved. Yes. There's going to be glorification yeah. when the Lord returns for his final triumph. Justification. Yes. Somebody should say, just like yeah. I've never sinned. Just as if I never sinned. Sanctification. That's becoming progressively more and more like Jesus as the Holy Spirit works on the right. inside of me. And glorification when we shall realize that because of we're going to have glorified bodies yes. one day. What's amazing is this. We're going to be in his presence. We often quote Psalm 23 and we says, and I shall dwell in the house, in the of, house the of the Lord forever. forever. Yeah. There's something about being secure in his presence. Yes. There's something about the presence of God that's just absolutely amazing. And folks, I want to encourage you even now that what Jesus has done for you has given us access right now to all that God is. Yeah, yeah. We have one son, and our son never has to wonder hmm. whether... He can come in the house. He never has to wonder whether there will be provision for him. He never has to wonder whether hmm. there will be abundance of love for him. He doesn't have to wonder that because he knows who his father and his mother is. Hmm. Now, he may not be able to go in your house, but right. he can come in our house. Yeah because of his relationship with us. And it's the same thing for you and for me. These benefits 
are for anyone who will call upon the name of the Lord. But that's just it. You don't get the benefit until you accept the, one, the benefactor. And the benefactor is Jesus Christ. And so today, we'd love to pray with you and lead you into a relationship with Jesus. Honey, would you do that for us? Absolutely. It's just a matter of confessing with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believing in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. Uh, I want you to pray this with me. I'm going to provide the words, but you've got to provide the sincerity of heart. Come on, pray with me. Dear God, I thank you that you love me and that you care for me and you want me in your family. You sent your son Jesus to die for my sin and he was raised for my justification. So I ask you now, Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Come into my heart, be my savior and be my Lord. Thank you for giving me your life and now I give you mine. Make me what you want me to be in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, I want to say welcome to the family of God. Um, I want you to do something. I want you to um, tell as many people as you can, I'm saved. Mm -hmm. I'm in the family of God. God loves me. And then what I want you to do, let us know. You can go to our website www.newcov.org and uh, you can let us know. We'd love to hear the good news. But wherever you are, if you're watching locally, I invite you to come here and to New Covenant or wherever you're watching from. Connect with the local church. I know right now we're not having services in person, but you can connect somewhere. And because, listen, God did not intend for you to be alone. Yes. But he wants you involved in the family of God because that's where we grow together. But I say welcome to the family of God and thank you so much. I just rejoice with you. The Bible says the angels are rejoicing. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. We hope you've enjoyed this message. For more information on other products and materials, please contact us at 770-484-9300, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Or visit our website at www.newcov.org. If you're in the Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for one of our dynamic services. Once again, thank you for receiving the living word of God from New Covenant Christian Ministries, where we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ.